I mean, you can't really make up for or replace that one-to-one human interaction, hey? Big sloppy kiss that's all tongue and no lips, right? I haven't met anyone anywhere ever that has said that is the style of kissing that they prefer. It takes some time to feel into that subtle energy between the two of you. Come on. Joining me right now is Miss Tanya Coons. We are on Let's Talk About Sex. Morning, Maya. If you've just tuned in for the first time, this is a fortnightly segment where we unpack some topics that maybe have a little bit of uh, mystique or a bit of mirage around them. Um, debunk and demystify and really take the shame out of anything and everything related with sex, pleasure and I want to say sexual health and wellness. Yep, relating all sorts of things. And this week we are talking about kissing. Now I've been asking you to blow 0409-945-945 up with uh, any and all kissing stories. We've had a couple good ones come in. I feel like it's only apt to reflect on my first kiss because I had absolutely no clue what I was doing, so I just sat there and just pouted. Pouted. Just a pouty little... kiss. <laughs> no movement, no nothing, just yeah. yeah. Um, there was also someone who texted in anonymously saying that they had had their first kiss and a little bit disgustingly um right after the kiss had finished the person turned around and was like oh I love kissing um brown girls and they weren't a person of color oh oh yeah a bit 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 not good yeah um and also I know there are some stories probably of some people having their first kisses here at FBI or meeting their partner here at FBI that's a bit cute (laughs) but the reason why we're talking about kissing is because for the first time in a while, dance floors are open. Um, yeah. All of these restrictions are kind of knock on wood for now. Out, uh, out of bounds? Is that what I want to call it? Lifted. Yeah. Lifted. Um, <laughs> and you're able to now go out and k- meet people to kiss safely. Very big word there. Have you been out in the last two weeks since the restrictions have eased, did it feel weird? Let us know on 0409-945-945. I kind of went out briefly over the weekend and it was interesting to note how not busy it was. Oh, really? Like it was definitely pumping, but you could see there was, like I was out on Oxford Street, you could see for sure there was some bodies missing um, with the lack of like tourists coming through. Yeah. There is that. Um, I've been to parties. We all couldn't wait to go out dancing at Easter and the parties that I like all sold out very quickly. Um, One of them even organised an early party and a late party because we still do have some restrictions that you can't fill the clubs up to the max. So they're about half full. But um, they were beautiful parties. It was so nice to be out on the dance floor in community and seeing people that I hadn't seen for a year mm. um, and getting hugs and getting kisses without having to do that sort of awkward, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. COVID and we can't, And but I'm waving at you and I, I'd like to connect. So that was just super beautiful and the, you could really feel that energy in the party as well. I mean, you can't really make up for or replace that one-to-one human interaction, hey? No, I, I think we realised, like, we, while we're all very good and we got good at hands-off greetings and elbow bumping and all sorts of things. <laughs> elbow kisses. Elbow kisses. Bah, bah. <laughs> but um, I think once we were able to hug and kiss our friends again, it became really apparent how much we'd been missing that. 
Mm. I think there's a lot of people that are taking a lot longer to sort of uncurl and come back out into the world and trying to make sense of what we haven't had access to. Um, it's it's not as it's not as joyous as it may seem at times. No. Yeah. But on that. Yeah. Why the hell do humans kiss each other? <laughs> it's funny because I was looking around newer research for this story because um, I've d- chatted about this stuff for a while now and um, it used to be the research said that 90% of human populations um, kiss but now they're saying it's only about 50%. So that's kind of interesting. Don't know why that is yet. And also I just want to preface it that most of the research in this area is very heteronormative. I'm actually really keen to see some research into same-sex, queer, non-binary, gender-expansive relationships to see if it's different according to identity and relationship style or whether it's according to genital configurations. I am fascinated with that. So if we're saying men and women here today, please bear in mind the research has been pretty heteronormative. Um, Why do humans kiss? Many reasons. Greetings, kiss on the lips, kiss on the back of the hand, kiss on cheeks. I loved when I was living in Europe um, and I was working then in marketing, all the executives greet with a kiss, but you have to take note which country you're in because sometimes it's one cheek, sometimes it's two. I think the French are three. I know I'm, I'm half Dutch, so the Dutch are four kisses. That's an, you know, that's an extended greeting in my books. So you have to keep track mm. how many how many cheeks and how many kisses. Um, sometimes it's a sign of respect. You know, you kiss your elders, kiss, kiss the Pope's ring, um, all sorts of things. It could be an act of betrayal, as in the case of Judas. Uh, but mostly it's Bloody romance. Judas. <laughs> yeah, it's to Judas. Mostly it's romance and to show love. You know, kids are being kissed by their parents, people. You know, it's definitely got a love connotation and an expression of love. Mm. Well, why do you think then, Tanya, that there are some studies that show there are actually measurable physical benefits to kissing? Uh, who needs a reason to justify kissing, I think, because yeah. I'm a big fan of kissing and I think it needs to be an exercise in and of itself and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, but there's loads of benefits to kissing, right? There's even it's, there's a field of study called philomatology, which is the science of kissing. So there are lots of things that we can learn, right? Our saliva is going to work over time in kissing and that there are theories that this is a way of sizing up a potential mate, Um and yeah, how many people, I don't know, how many people do you know that have ended a possible romance over a bad kiss? Oh. I think I have some statistics here that uh, 59% of men and 66% of women have ended a budding relationship because oh my of God. a bad kiss. I mean, fair. Yeah, but because we're sizing each other up and it's, yeah. And also the theory is, is that... Um, we're uh, connecting physically to see if somebody has the right uh, pheromones and antibodies for us. We're never going to be attracted to somebody with the same antibodies as us because, in theory, we're looking for a mate to make strong babies with, right? So that's that's part of that science. But kissing also releases oxytocin from the pituitary gland, and that that sort of creates a closer bond and it, it helps with arousal. So I think that that's why a lot of people... 
um, use kissing or assume that kissing is going to lead to sex, which is an interesting thing as well, the assumptions we make about it. But also um, when we're kissing, that, that oxytocin, it's got a slightly analgesic effect. So saying not tonight, dear, I have a headache, actually doesn't cut it because kissing and sex can actually reduce pain in the body. Um, it also can help pipe cholesterol. <laughs> Um, romantic kissing <laughs> decreases serum cholesterol, right? So another byproduct. Um, it can help you to de-stress. So there was a study uh, that found that university students that took part in 15-minute kissing sessions uh, had dramatically decreased levels of cortisol, which is the stress hormone in the body. Uh, and then this is my favourite. A passionate kiss is said to burn about 6.4 calories a minute, right? That's not a bad way to work off that extra bit of chocolate, is it? <laughs> Because what it means is that half an hour of kissing is the same amount as running for 25 minutes or swimming for 30 minutes. I don't know about you, but there are some days that I'd much rather be on the couch <laughs> with my lips locked with somebody, raising the temperature. Yeah. And it also tones up facial muscles, right? Depending on your style, you can use up to 30 different muscles when you're kissing. So using those muscles has been associated with... Um, a more youthful appearance or helping stop the face, the muscles in your face drooping as you get older. So there's a lot of really good reasons, fun reasons and scientific reasons for kiss, kissing. But I think, you know, we're going to get into that. It just feels really good. That's a good enough reason. We're going to come back here on Let's Talk About Sex with a bit more on the, I want to say scientifics <laughs> and a little bit more going deeper on kissing beyond it just feels good yeah what makes a good kiss we're gonna dip into the ultimate i think <laughs> right here real quick prince with some kiss you're on fbi We love Prince here. Oh, yeah. We've been dancing in the studio. <laughs> You're on Let's Talk About Sex here on Mornings with me, Maya Billick. And we are talking about kissing. I think something a little bit, uh, definitely one of the more cuter topics we've done recently. No, Tanya? Yeah. It's always a favourite topic of mine. <laughs> always. Now, aside from being able to get close enough to another person to smell their pheromones, what are some of the emotional and social benefits of kissing? Um, okay, well, there's three areas really around kissing for people's sex drive, for romantic love and for attachment, right? So I think most folks will find that uh, kissing will get their sexy going and get them aroused. And quite a few folks use it as a starting point for sex. But it's also a way to show romantic feelings, kissing somebody often, kissing in public, kissing for no other reason, so non-sexual reasons. And it also, it's demonstrated that it fosters attachment. So, you know, it's the connecting with people, but it also releases chemicals in the body that help us bond together and feel close with the other person. So lots of reasons. Now, what do you think makes a good kiss? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Lots of things. You know, I think my view on kissing is that it's a conversation between two bodies. So um, what are you, what's the intention of your kiss? Are you introducing yourself? Are you 
exploring and getting to know someone? Are you showing love? Are you wanting to give pleasure? Are you wanting to receive pleasure? Are you feeling erotic? Are you feeling sensual? Right? These are things that are we really need to think about when we set out to have a kiss. Um, I think there's nothing sexy about a fast, wet tongue straight away. Nothing. Oh. I'm going to say it <laughs> loud and clear. Don't do that. It's not so great. We're going to do some do's and don'ts. But that one was like, oh, no, 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 no. I think um, a good kiss maybe starts with kisses on the neck and moves up to the ear and maybe finds the lips. And it's a kiss for its own sake. It's a non-agended thing, right? That's the the first elements, I think. (laughs) Very well said. I think necessary needs to be put out there. Um, Take your time, like you always say. Slow down, yep. (laughs) Yes. Um, Now, is there anything you hear a lot from your clients about kissing? Oh, my goodness. Tons and tons and tons of things from clients. Often there's one partner in a relationship that would like more kissing than the other. So sometimes it's sometimes folks don't like kissing, right? That that's distressing for the folk that do. And we're sort of always looking at well what kind of kissing what's happening there? Why don't you like the kissing? And and being curious about it, not why don't you like kissing because that's a little scary question. But it's like, well, I'm curious, you know, we used to kiss a lot when we were dating and now we've been at it a while and we're not kissing. What's going on there? Because often people's kissing style can change or people get perfunctory or lazy um, or people use it just as a prelude for sex, right? Um, Mm. And that that can make the other partner go, why can't we just, you know, why can't we make out on the sofa every now and then? Or what's wrong with just giving me a a snog and that's it? Uh, So it gets a bit confusing between people. yeah, so I, th- I think there's that. There's also, yeah, it does get relegated as a prelude to sex. Um, and I think that it can be so much more. I've read quite a lot of research, actually, that shows that people who are in long-term relationships who weren't kissing very much, maybe just doing the little peck-on-the-cheek style kissing, when they introduced passionate kisses again, and they were a bit reluctant, they were asked to do it for research. A lot of them were like, why would I be doing that? But when they did it, it actually kick-started their sex lives and increased the amount of sex they were having quite drastically. So it's kind of like a way of keeping the simmer between the two of you instead of starting it cold mm. all the time. You know, and I think it's really nice to have things sort of warm and bubbly all the time rather than going hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. That, that feels a little more tricky to manage to me. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a reason why they give it as an assignment on Married at First Sight. As an oh, inter- an did they do task. that? Yeah, like, did the six-second kiss, was it? No, it was like 15 minutes of non-stop kissing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm not watching Maths this because I don't have a TV aerial, but I'm, seeing, I'm reading Clem Ford's um, updates and few other things so I'm kind of interested in it well now if you are listening and you've never been kissed before don't be embarrassed we're going to go through some do's and don'ts around the bend uh, of this next song and maybe even really dumb it down I know I definitely had to ask my friend like, how, like, how do I do this <laughs> so we've got you covered right here don't go anywhere on FBI more on kissing right after this one one kiss by Jua and Calvin
Bit of Dua Lipa for your morning right there with Calvin Harris on One Kiss. Percy on 0409 945 945, loving that one. You're probably wondering why the hell we're playing a lot of kissing songs. That's because we're on Let's Talk About Sex and we are going through kissing, how to do it, do's and don'ts, which is exactly where we have arrived currently. (laughs) And that is our question. Tanya, how do you kiss? How do you kiss? Well, we've got some tips. Let's let's start with a few don'ts. Okay. Right? Don't have a kebab. <laughs> <laughs> you intend to lock lips with somebody. So many people come into my rooms and complain about their partner having bad breath or eating something that's not really sensitive to kissing. So if you're if you've got a hot date or you're even hopeful, uh, just have a little think about your breath and cleaning your teeth. Basic hygiene, definitely recommended. Clean teeth, smell nice, wear deodorant. Uh, and then don't rush. What's the rush? Yeah. This is a moment that you want to savour. There's no need to start out with a fast-paced, big sloppy kiss that's all tongue and no lips, right? I haven't met anyone anywhere ever that has said that is the style of kissing that they prefer. So if this is your style, maybe pause and have a think about it. I suspect that when people are kissing that way, they're quite nervous themselves, Like to be fair. Because mm. people, you know, it's sort of like, oh, my God, what will I do? How does this work? Well, how's that person? Um, and if they're maybe a little bit intoxicated or maybe a little bit keen to get naked, I think the kisses can go that way a little bit faster than is useful, right? So don't forget your lips, your hands, your face, right? Include the whole body in the kiss. Um and yep, don't start wet and fast, as I said. But do. The do's are what we're interested in. Much more fun to linger with the do's, right? So do take your time. Make your lover yearn for your lips, right? Breathe. Just feel your lover's breath lingering over your lips. Let them feel your breath lingering over your, their lips. You know, take some time to feel into that subtle energy between the two of you and enjoy that stillness and silence and that delicious anticipation feeling that's building up, right? Um, Treat it as a conversation between two lips or mouths. Introduce your lips to each other slowly and gently. Linger, right? It is all about the anticipation. Open your mouth slowly and keep your tongue back. Remember to breathe, you can touch, you can introduce your tongue very, very slowly. Explore, it's like an introduction after all. Don't intrude, don't go barging in there. Mm. So pick up the pace slowly, Um, include touch, you know, that are places other than the lips. You can nibble all the way up to their ear and back. You can grab their butt, you can hold their face, you can nuzzle their neck. You can make eye contact and hold their gaze. It's pretty hot when somebody's looking at you like that and their lips are in very close proximity to yours. Uh, Don't be afraid to use sound. That can be a real turn on for people. There are so many things that you can do. It doesn't have to get frantic ever if you don't want it to. Maybe that's just an occasional thing. I think, you know, a lot of people, particularly those who are in possession of penises, tend to go fast to sort of indicate that they're interested in sex. I think the people they're kissing understand that that may be on the agenda and I think going more slowly 
is more likely to get you there than being fast and frantic. If you're really in a hurry to find out if you're going to get laid, you can actually stop and ask the question rather than sort of like uh, assaulting somebody's mouth with your intentions, Mm. right? And check in with your kissing buddy, right? How's this going? What do you like? Are you enjoying this? Should should we continue? Would you like to do more of this? It's a great question. Or my favourite, what can make this even better? <laughs> well, I will say I think probably one of the best things about having a partner or being in a relationship is you can absolutely forego having to brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you can have so many bad breath kisses and it's oh, fine. <laughs> that's, that's actually really true. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to have sex first thing in the morning because I've got bad breath and my partner, I'm scared that my partner won't like that. You know, I'm like, do you know what? That's over in about a split second. Just jump on top of each other and you're into it and you're not assessing mm. the state of people's breath or this or that. Totally. But yeah. I do feel as though... A lot of people have had experiences with tongues, either too much <laughs> or maybe they feel a bit jabby, for example. Yeah. Um, where it's all of a sudden you kind of get locked into this like weird movement in your mouth <laughs> or a, a wrestle. Yeah. What do you think is the right amount of tongue? Um, well, firstly, I want to say if you've got too much tongue going on, you can remove yourself. Right. You do not have to tolerate something that's not working for you. You really don't. Right. So you can pull back, like literally pull your head back, like move back, 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 back. That can help. Or say stop or ask to slow down. You can tell your kissing partner maybe that you like to go slow and build up on the tongue. Right. It's like, whoa, there's a little bit too much tongue too fast there for me. How about we just focus on the lips and we, we will get to the tongue, but let's take our time mm. yeah how do you how would you feel about taking your time before we get super tonguey uh yeah so i just sort of want to be clear um don't put up with what you don't like right really don't um it's much better to feel awkward for a second and say could we stop or could we just reset this uh, than it is to maybe uh, not go ahead with something that has potential. That person could be super hot. You could have been lusting after them for ages and they might be really nervous because they might think you are super hot and they may have been lusting after you for ages. So allow for a little bit of nervousness or difference in style because I definitely think we can teach each other the things that work for us. You're not stuck with a one kissing style forever. Hmm. You know, I've definitely definitely had kissing partners where I've been like yeah okay we need to slow this down a little bit and you know given them the what works for me quietly not not in lecture format but just using my head a few little words slow down that sort of stuff and um, before long things were going rather swimmingly yeah I mean I think the biggest thing to remember is no one is just out and out a bad kisser you probably just have more or less experience in someone so if anyone has ever told you that you are Firstly, screw that person, but also anyone can be reformed into a great kisser. I I think it's it's not even reformed because it depends who you're with. Every single person you lock lips with will be different. It's not the same. You know, we taste different. We all act differently. Our lips are different. Uh, Our breath is different. Our intentions are different. There's, There's so many things that can vary in a kiss. So if you have one that doesn't go well, it doesn't mean red pen through that. It doesn't. It's a little hasty. Um, I definitely think you can work with people and be like, hey, how about we do that again, but maybe really slowly? 
how would you feel about that? You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of lips and lip play. How would that be? You know, that, that sort of stuff. And, and, you know, anticipation is hella sexy and turns me on. How do you feel about that? Yeah, having a chat. Tanya, you always have the best advice. <laughs> uh, big shout out to the person on 0409-945-945 who texted in, man, I miss kissing. Sounds great. <laughs> I'm with you right there, with you right there. Anonymous um, texter. Yeah, absolutely. We have previously made a little playlist of songs to have yeah. a bit of fun to. Um, it's the Let's Talk About Sex playlist. If you look up FBI Radio on Spotify, you'll be able to find it there. There are also some good songs to put on if you ha- want songs to kiss to. Let's call them that. Yeah, and how about you send us in songs that you like to be kissed to, or songs that make you swoon? Mm-hmm. I know there's a particular mix of a Depeche Mode by Kruder and Dorfmeister that just oh, makes you love me that want one. to be kissed all over. <laughs> <laughs> You can listen back to Let's Talk About Sex at fbiradio.com slash programs. Just click on Mornings with me and Maya Billick or grab them wherever you get your podcasts from if you look up FBI Radio again. Let's Talk About Sex will be right there. It will indeed. We've got loads of episodes, more than 60, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's tons of things for you to listen to. We have opinions about lots of things that would the same. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tanya will be back in a fortnight. Yes. Thank you so much for coming through. Always a pleasure, Maya. 